Hola, hola. Welcome to the Breakthrough Brand Show. I'm Fabi Paolini, and my mission on this podcast is to give you behind-the-scenes stories, anecdotes, and unique perspectives behind building a premium brand that makes a real impact. I believe that when you create a message that is aligned with your truth, you can have the breakthroughs that changes lives. Each week, me and my guests share with you how we're making an impact with our message and the stories behind our success. So that being said, let's dive into today's episode. Well, today I am welcoming Ryan Wise to the show. He is an author, entrepreneur, former Fortune 500 executive who has managed large global teams and a tech portfolio exceeding 500 million. I want to know about that. And he founded EPS to enable smaller organizations to align, execute, and improve. Welcome to the show, Ryan. So excited to have you here today. Thank you so much. I appreciate being on the show. Yes. So tell me a little bit about what you do in your own words. Yeah, so I found a deep passion for helping people align with processes. I um, Early in my career, I was all about process and technical stuff. And I started to realize that process only works to the extent that people get engaged with it. And, you know, if people don't want to follow the process, then the process is useless. Right. On the other hand, if you get great people, but you don't give them great processes, then they get frustrated. Clients get frustrated, employees get frustrated, vendors get frustrated. So it's really about the alignment of people with process and uh, helping organizations to accelerate performance. So there's we've got a software platform now helping people do that. We Mm -hmm. facilitate workshops and we do training as well on on aligning these things. And then I've also got uh, an outsourcing team that I've uh, been building up over the past few years and uh, having great success with. So all of those things together. It's all about aligning people and process together. I love it. it you know, I find it so interesting. I, well, obviously I, I, I don't have a company that's uh, exceeding 500 million or anything like that. I'm, I have a small business, <laughs> but I, and I know that this applies for everybody. Just joke. Um, but I'm, I consider myself very process oriented in the way that I do a lot of things. And I'm a very creative person. You know, I'm a brand strategist. I'm a designer. There's a lot of creativity involved in what I do. But I feel like processes have been fundamental for me to be able to scale my business, to get to generating $100,000 per month in our business, like all the different little things that we do. I genuinely believe it's because of processes. And I did it very intuitively. I didn't, it wasn't like, well, let me turn this. It was like, how do I free up my time? What do I need to do to free up my time? So I'm very interested in what you you have to share about process. Tell me a little bit about why are they so important within organizations? Yeah, so, you know, the uh, probably, probably the easiest way for me to describe this, mm-hmm. is it's like organizations all of a sudden like reach a point where you implement a new software system or you make some change or you've grown to a certain level and you need to do something to get to the next level. And all of a sudden there's a massive disruption. I mean, I could give one example. I had a one of my clients um, for the past probably six or seven years now. When I first met her, she called me and she said, Ryan, I don't know where any of my inventory is, but I heard you're the guy who can help. <laughs> and and what had happened was her, her dad founded a business. She had, had taken it over. They kept expanding and they implemented a new ERP system. They implemented a new process for their team. And they had 10 locations across the country. And all of a sudden the people were like, I don't know how to use this new process. My habits and my behaviors were all built around what we had before. 
And they literally just stopped scanning inventory. That's amazing. And so all of a sudden she had <laughs> chaos, right? Because, um, you know, when people get into habits, right? I think, think sort of what I'm coming to is people get into habits and people mm -hmm. say, oh, this is, you know, they don't even think of it, but that's just what they do. That's like, this is what I do every day. And that's a process. So when I say people plus process, I really want you to think about the habits that your employees are in or that your, you know, your customers are in or those type of things and say, you know what, if I'm going to disrupt their habit in some way, we know how powerful habits are, right? If, if, if habits were easy to change, you know, I wouldn't have an extra five pounds on me, right? I'd be, exactly. I'd be, you know. So, so habits are really hard to change and that's what people plus process really is. I love that. So interesting. So how soon does an organization or a company need to start implementing processes? Because the reason why I ask this is that a lot of my or my audience and my clients even are people who are still small organizations, maybe one, two employees, five, some of them might be bigger, but they're, they tend to be small companies. What how, should they be starting processes from the beginning? Or is it something that should be done when you're bigger? What are your thoughts about this? Yeah, so I, I think there are actually some stages. I think at the at the very early initial stages, even when you're thinking about your business plan or when you're, you know, mm -hmm. you're one employee, if um, the first process that you can be thinking about is your customer journey map. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've the framework that I've created lines up the, the customer journey map with your internal operations and how you support them. And, uh, and this is how our software platform is all built and our training that if you think about your customer's journey as a process, the steps that they take, how do they find out about you? How do they become a client? How do you, you know, how do they get value from your product or service? How do you retain them and upsell them? If you think about that as a process, your customer journey, that's what, you know, commercial teams, sales teams want to think about as their customer journey. And then you look at it and say, all right, how does my customer find out about me? Well, what marketing am I doing to ensure that I've got customers finding out about me? How does how do uh, prospective customers become clients? What sales process do I have to onboard my clients? So you, you sort of match up these parallels between your customer journey and your process. And so even startup companies can start to do that and really start thinking about how do I help my customers be very efficient in their journey and how do I create value for them? And then you match up your internal process. And that's what you're, you know, that's the part that helps your team to scale and grow. And then if I go to the, all the way to the other extreme, I mean, I spent 17 years of my career at a, at a $20 billion company that uh, helping teams within that organization get aligned and organized and, uh, and you know, do the same thing. So, so it's really at all stages of the organization, um, you, you should be thinking about process. It just evolves the way you- uh, right. Right. I would imagine that in the beginning phases, some of those processes might be simpler and then they get more complex as you grow, as your team grows or as your pro like the things that you're doing expand within the organization. I love that you brought up the customer journey because I feel like, you know, when I was reading or, 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 or kind of looking at your website and the things that you're doing, my initial thought was around, you know, when, when I think about processes, I think about from again, like from my perspective, right? How I conduct, like, how do I do one on one work with clients or what happens with my clients once they're inside? But I, I wasn't thinking about processes of including everything in it. And that is fundamental for people to understand and look at KPIs and all these different things or, or, um, 
you know, this information that is really fundamental for you to understand as you expand as well. So I really, really love that. So tell me a little bit more about what the optic system is. I'm super curious to know about this. Yeah. So, so the, the entire, the entire optic system is Mm -hmm. the alignment of people and process. And so what Mm -hmm. I mean by that is there's a, there's a tool that I learned about 20 years ago that was called a SIPOC and it's the, the, it's an acronym sounds wonky, but it's an acronym. Stands for suppliers, inputs, mm-hmm. process, outputs, and customers. So it's a it's a one-page framework that for any process, a customer journey map, an internal operation, you can look at what are my key process steps, what do what outputs come from each step, what inputs do I need for each step, who are the suppliers of the inputs, and who are the customers of the outputs. So so when you start thinking about that, you're actually linking together the process with mm-hmm. the suppliers and the customers. And this is the best framework that I've found for getting people thinking about not just my process, but thinking about how does it impact my customers and who do I need information from? And so it's a very simple one page. And then we add on to that QVS. It's a quality, value, and speed. And we Mm -hmm. start asking the question. So those metrics are KPIs that you talked about. When you think about your process and you think about what do I need for my process? Well, I need quality, value, and speed in some way. And then the final piece of optics, well, maybe not even the final, but the next piece would be accountability and responsibility matrix. So literally with organizations in about four to six hours, we're able to create this SIPOC, quality, value, speed, accountability, responsibility matrix, and, uh, and really look at and create a roadmap for what are your pain points? What are the areas you need to focus on and, uh, and, and then the next step is the action plan, right? Like, how do you take it the next step then? How do you fix some of these mm-hmm. problems that you found? And um, so the optic system is really about creating this framework in roughly four to six hours that then creates an execution plan on how do you close those gaps? How do you improve in those opportunities? How do you grow and, and scale faster? All of those types of things. So that's really what it's all about. That's interesting. You know what I really like of what I'm hearing from you? It sounds to me like a lot of the work that you're doing is really focused at its core on making sure that you're delivering the highest value possible for your clients, right? Um, or, or, I mean, both, obviously, you're doing it for you in your own business, but that's what you're helping your clients do. And it's so interesting because I think that sometimes people are so focused on the metrics or, you know, um, you know, whatever, like the money, the income, what I'm doing. And like, how do I scale? And forgetting that the, at the end of the day, the best marketing strategy that you could ever have is being actually excellent, like yeah. extraordinary at what you do. And it seems to me like a lot of the work that you're doing is making sure that a company becomes like top of the top at what they do. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh, absolutely, 100%. And this is kind of why I shared that about the customer journey map and the internal operation. <laughs> Because almost always when I talk to anybody, a business owner or a leader about process, they're like, oh, yeah, well, that's the operations team. Oh, you mean like the operations stuff? No. If you start by thinking about your customer is going through a process, right? Mm -hmm. Your customer, how do you create value for them? How do you show them value? How do you demonstrate value? That process, if you can improve that process, the customer doesn't even need to know that it's a process, right? The customer just has a better experience. Now you drive your operational processes to support that all along the way. And that is the ideal ultimate framework for process. It's 
It's not just say, oh, well, operations people, they just take care of what they take care of. No, let's integrate that process with sales and marketing and our customer and make it really, really work and, uh, and create value. And, uh, and what I find is then employees get happier too, because of course. they're focused on creating value and the handoffs get cleaner and easier and every, you know, it's, it's all much more focused instead of saying like us versus them, it's sales versus operations or something. It just doesn't work. Right. Well, at the end of the day, I think that we forget that money is an exchange of value. And the more value that you're putting out into the world, the more value you're going to get back. And I think that if we were to focus more on creating processes that in increase the value that we're delivering, both internally and externally, right, within a company, that is what you need to scale your business. Or, I mean, obviously, if, if what you're looking is to scale, if you're looking to be more profitable or looking to improve culture even, like there's so many ramifications of the work that you're doing. So I really love that. <laughs> well, and I, I think you raise a really good point. The, um, you know, is it scaling? Is it increasing profitability? Like what, what's your vision? Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, so the other piece of this, I, I created uh, a couple of years ago, I wrote my first book and it's about something I call the P5 rocket. Mm -hmm. and the P5 rocket is, uh, uh, it starts, at, there's five P's. It starts at the top with your purpose. The nose cone or the, the, uh, the point of your rocket is your purpose. Where are you going and why are you going there? And if you can define that, if you can point your rocket in the right direction, that's the starting point. Where are we going? Why are we going there? Are we scaling? Are we increasing profit? Are we a charitable organization who just wants to create more value in our community? Whatever your purpose is, then you come to the second P, which is your product or service. Mm -hmm. And that product is how do you create value, right? How do you create value in line with your, your purpose? The third P is then your performance. Your performance metrics, oftentimes, like you said, people get in this trap of profitability or, or sales. Right. Or and, and believe me, as owners, as business leaders, we have to do that. But there may be other metrics that are aligned with your value creation and your purpose that you need to be thinking about. So you got you know, purpose, product, performance, and then you have people, right? People need to perform to create that value to fulfill your purpose. And at the very bottom of the rocket ship is your processes. So if you kind of you got a little the the, uh, the cover of the book, right? But the, so you got your processes should enable your people to perform to create value to fulfill your purpose, and uh, and and that's really what it's all about is aligning your purpose, your product, your performance, your people, your process, align right. all those things together. And if you're pointing in the right direction and you align all those things together, you're you going to take off faster right. and faster in the right direction. I yeah. love that. I love that. That's so interesting and so powerful. So let me ask you, how do you approach branding and messaging in your own business? I want to know a little bit about that and how it has impacted your own success. Hopefully that question makes sense. It's kind of like- yeah, ab ah, Absolutely. <laughs> this, this has been an evolution. I mean, look, working in a large corporation for, for 17 years and then starting my own business, um, when I first started, it was like, I just need to make revenue and I need to have a product that works and you have a service, you know, like just figuring that stuff out early on. And I sort of had these start, starts and stops around marketing and branding. And, uh, and then COVID hit and all of the stuff I had lined up all disappeared. I was traveling all the time. And so I thought, all right, I've got to change the way that I'm marketing. I've got to change. I've got to think about how I'm going to adapt. And, uh, and so I really focused on how do I develop meaningful relationships and create value for other people? On March 13th of 2020, when I was driving home from my last business trip, 
my whole business was around going on site with clients. Right. I lost every client that day. And I was like, all right. It was like, all right, God, what do you got for me now? Right. Like, what am I going to do? And I, I came to this realization that I said, all I want to do is create relationships and create value in those relationships. And, uh, and so I started um, promoting a lot of just content on LinkedIn and, um, and it wasn't, it's not all, you know, self-centered. It's all about how do I create value for my audience? How do I give them nuggets of information that will help them in their business? And so that's become the core way between referrals and, um, and content marketing have really become the two core things, but I'm exploring, you know, starting to explore other things. Now we've got the software plan. Now everything's, you know, humming. Um, I'm like, all right, how do we expand that further? So, um, so I'm always open to new insights around that, but content marketing and, uh, and word of mouth and, and those type of things are, have been the biggest for us. I love it. Okay. So last question that I have for you, is kind of like a complete topic change, but I still want to know in my personal experience, building businesses or building my business, there's a lot of challenges that were faced and a lot of obstacles and all these different things. And I'm curious to hear about how personal development has impacted your business or your life, if at all, and if you prioritize it or include mindset work within your own life and business in any way. Yeah, that's, that's a great <laughs> question. So I probably haven't done enough of it, <laughs> but but I will say that I think that um, showing up every day with my clients and with the people around me, my employees, with a mindset of curiosity, genuine mm -hmm. curiosity is, is probably the most um, beneficial thing to me. So for example, I've got a, uh, a, a large general contractor as a client. And when I first started working with them, I had never worked in construction before, but I, I approach every day with, all right, I've got this framework. I'm going to learn about your business. And I hope we're, we're going to, and I'm going to give you a framework to learn about yours. And, um, and so I learned so much about so many different businesses, whether it's construction or a rental agency or a trucking company. Um, and, and, and so that's become a big part of it is just learning from clients, learning from employees. So I haven't been doing as much reading or as much like, you know, I need to take some time and like step away. <laughs> so we have all these plates spinning and sometimes that's really hard to do. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's probably the primary way that I do it is just learning about clients' businesses with with curiosity. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Ryan. Tell us where people can find you. All of those details. All you Excellent. already told us LinkedIn, but anything. Yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're welcome to. Uh, we've got a newsletter on LinkedIn. We've got content on LinkedIn. Um, EPSZone.com is our is our primary website. Um, we also have the the software platform EPSOptics.com, but. Yeah, if you come to EPS Zone, you'll find everything there, and um, and I'd love to connect and uh, and chat with anybody who's interested. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was really fun. Awesome. Thank you, Fabi. Gracias for listening to today's episode of the Break Your Brand Show. To listen to more episodes or to be featured as a guest, go to fabipaulini.com/podcast for more details. Can I ask you for something? If you got value out of this episode, would you share it on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or just post it online. If you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let me know about the show and include the hashtag BreakthroughBrandTheShow. 
I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and subscribe right now. Your thumbs up, rating, amor, love, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, fabipaulini.com, or follow me everywhere as Fabi Paulini. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Con amor, Fabi.